Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Cerullo. We're on to episode 53. It is Tuesday, September 27th, 2016. I am joined, as always, by my three bestest friends in the whole wide world, Carl Bird, Aris Tejeda, and Victor Moyo. Boys, how we doing? I'm good. (laughs) We're good. good. Everyone's good. good. Yeah. We're all good. We got a good uh, docket list program today, right, Vic? I mean, we do have a topic, a main topic. You don't, you have a docket. You have a very special docket for yourself. <laughs> uh, the rest of I us. believe they're just called copious notes. <laughs> yes. I believe that is the professional term. That sounds like a good T-shirt. We're professional now. We are. So I, I would like to see that as a T-shirt. I like that. Write that down. <laughs> no one else take that idea. Um, as our viewers might notice, Vic is in... Uh, Pop filter jail. (laughs) For some reason, Vic's peas cannot be contained. (laughs) (laughs) Those peas are popping, bro. They really are popping. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Vic, start us off with your notes. What have you been up to? Uh, What have I been up to? Well, uh, this past Sunday, I watched the uh, WWE's Raw pay-per-view, Clash of Champions. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just your slightly, slightly above average episode of Monday Night Raw. Um, apparently, all the titles were on the line, so all the champions had to defend their belts. Um, some It was a 50-50 show. Um, I'll say that uh, it, th- it began with the New Day defending against the, uh, the d- their tag team titles against uh, Gallows and Anderson. And, of course, the New Day won, so they're on day 401 of their le- overly year-long title reign. Wow. Yep, for the mm. Raw Tag Team Championships. And right now, I got to say that I'm over Gallows and Anderson because the way they've been treated, treated they're just a couple of they're just a couple of high-rate jobbers at best right now. And they were really, uh, they were coming in hot from uh, New Japan, Bullet yeah. Club. They, I think Anderson was the leader at one point, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I know AJ Styles was. Yeah, because I, I was reading that the eight, the different the ace is different from the leader. It's a little bit different out there. Um, mm-hmm. But they were, yeah, they were on fire, and they were doing really good with AJ. And then as soon as they got split up during the draft, yeah. They seem to have dropped considerably. Yeah, and um, and them doing dumb skits like the old day a few yeah. weeks ago didn't help any help help them any. So my guess is that um, I think they maybe had plans with them with Bat Finn Balor, and then that mm. kind of got screwed up. So now they're just kind of, you know, mm. doing their best. Probably, yeah. Have you been watching Carl? No, no, me either. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched <laughs> some SmackDown, not really Raw or the pay per views. Um, I usually yeah. follow Vic's live tweeting of the pay per views. Yeah, and um, I also enjoyed the cruiserweight match. T.J. Perkins uh, defending his cruiserweight title. What did you uh, think of his theme song? <coughs> I thought it was interesting. It was like Mega Man. It was awesome. Yeah, like like the eight bit eight bit aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so it was kind of. Did cool. Yoshitatsu have a song kind of like eight bit? Did he? I don't remember. I believe so. Yeah, but uh, but they had a good match. Him and Brian Kendrick, and uh, of course Perkins retained. And mm-hmm. then you had. Um, uh, Chris Jericho defeats Sami, Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. and then you had uh, uh, the final match in the best of seven series between Cesaro and Sheamus, and you know they had a they had a pretty good match, but damn, right in the middle of it, Cesaro did this uh, this uh, suicide dive, and he landed straight on the top of his head. I did see the gif of that. Thankfully, he came out okay. Yeah, thankfully he came out okay, but the the I guess the medical staff had to stop the match, mm-hmm. so their best of seven series ended ended in a complete no contest. Mm-hmm. And um, I gotta say, man, these wrestlers, especially like Biggie in particular, they need to stop doing that fucking move, man. Because as at some point, somebody's gonna either break their neck live on camera, or somebody's gonna end up dead or paralyzed. They do call it uh, the suicide dive, you know, for a reason. Yeah, true. <laughs> You're literally just just. Go dive into your couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scary enough. Scares them. 
fuck out of me whenever he does it. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. I'm like, he's gonna die like one day real soon. Mm-hmm. And and like it's like everybody does it now. Like him, them two, uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, it's like they do like, it a lot. Like every once a Sasha match. Sasha Banks. Yeah, she almost kills herself every time she does it too. Like yeah. she tries to like flip, and the next thing you know, it just. Yeah, they just do it too much. It's it's good if you pull it out every once in a while, but when you have every, everyone doing it, it's really not needed. I mean, Steve Austin got over. was a good wrestler before he hurt his neck, mm-hmm. but he got over on literally punching and kicking people. So yeah, <laughs> they don't need did. to do so much. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, speaking of the women's match, uh, the triple threat Charlotte retained against uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey with assist from Dana Brooke. And um, I'm sorry, but Dana Brooke sucks. I don't know why she's on the main roster. I don't know why they called her up from NXT. She's hot. Nah, she she she. It's like Homer Simpson shot her in the face with a makeup gun. Like she wears way too much makeup. <laughs> well, I think they put all they do all the they wrestlers. All do. They they make they everyone up, even like the male. I, guys. Me, I yeah. remember meeting Lillian Garcia and like her face was like caked up with makeup. Well, you're on TV. Like, at, at, well, at least wait. Well, at least like for the other women who wear makeup, they look it looks natural on them. But Dana Brooke, man, it's like yo, tone it down. It's like a mask. But uh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she's got and she's got a separate in ring game up. But you would really see it better if you had a 4K TV. Oh Jesus, man! <laughs> anyway. I do, she probably should have been kept in uh, NXT a little bit longer. But that was another injury thing where she was coming up with Emma because they had a good thing going, and then Emma got yeah. hurt. So oh, injuries yeah, left right. and right. So it's kind of another. She's not ready for that program with uh, Charlotte. I feel, mm. but hey, here we are. Yep. And then you had uh, two more matches. You had uh, Roman Reigns beat Rusev to be to win the uh, United States Championship. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ru- so Roman Reigns, he's uh, firmly in the mid card where he should be. You know, and I don't have anything against Roman Reigns, but uh, you know, yeah, you do tell him why you mad. No, I mean, like, I mean, I'm against the fact that uh, Vince McMahon is still insisted on shoving him down everyone's throats, like the, like he's supposed to be the next John Cena. Mm-hmm. But um, let him, let him, let him uh, pal around with the U.S. belt for a while, you know. I think that's where he should be. I still say it should have been him winning the U.S. title at WrestleMania 32. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. That's what should have happened. Yeah. And then, last but not least, you had your main event, Kevin Owens, the uh, universal champion, uh, defending against Seth Rollins. And uh, it was a decent match. And, of course, Kevin Owens uh, retained with the assist from Y2J. So uh, Kevin Owens is still the master of the WWE universe, mm. and uh, that belt still looks ugly as sin. But you know they're not going to change it. So what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. But Kevin Owens is still cool. Yeah, I enjoy Kevin Owens. Does make sense that uh, Sami Zayn beat him clean last month, and then Chris Jericho beat Sami Zayn, and then Chris Jericho, who I love, but he's like 100 years old, <laughs> is interfering in the main well, event. It's weird. Yeah, but you know what I will say with with the Jericho, he's actually he's actually still doing the damn thing. I mean, he's still doing some of his uh, best heel work in years mm-hmm. with the with the shitty scarf and the pretentious douchebag behavior. He's kind of like uh, he really he really does look like the fat Bon Jovi, but he pulls it <laughs> off so well. <laughs> you got you got to give him credit for that. I do. Yeah, he's, I've heard good things. Yeah, and uh, and then Raw Raw happened, and I only watched the first hour. Then because I watched the uh, presidential debates, but we won't get into that. Nope. Um, no, why not? Nope. Why not? Well, actually, nope. you know what? You nope, 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 nope. I will turn this car around. We will not be delving into into politics on the Codex Podcast. Yeah. That is a hard, that is a hard no. Boom. Okay. Well, I, I, Hey, man. Nope, that's a hard no. Why are you trying to keep us down? Because that's what I do. Man. As the, as a resident minority on the Codex Podcast, I have to keep the majority down. 
I w- man. I will yeah. say this. I will say this. Uh, viewers, just check out my Twitter feed. Yes, there you I, go. Because I, I, I live tweeted the, the <laughs> not the, from the, the Cody Shine podcast Twitter from his his from own my personal own personal Twitter, Twitter feed. Yes. Plug it in. Plug it in. At, I, I, at Victor Omoyo. But you can find us at Codex Prime Cast. <laughs> and you can find us at the Codex Prime Podcast at Codex Prime Cast. That's right. On yes, the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. That, but uh, I did not watch that. I. Uh, I didn't watch it. Wait, I played Overwatch last night. <laughs> That's what I did. And then I just waited for people to tell me what to think the next day. So yeah. here Sounds about something you'd do. <laughs> yeah. I did it. I did it to oh, the Overwatch. I was working and had the football game on. Oh, yeah. That's right. Football. Yeah. Those ratings are down, too. Yeah. That's because 80 million people were watching the presidential debates. Well, that just means three out of the four people in the country were not watching the presidential debates. Right. <laughs> but no, that math doesn't check out. Sure it does. You just said three out of four people were not. That makes yeah. no sense. 300 million, 80 million. Uh-huh. Three out of four. Three, three out of four were not watching. Maybe those three <laughs> out of four don't have a TV. <laughs> it's possible, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe two out of those four were uh, streaming it. There were a lot of streaming options, you see. Mm. A lot of them. I just read Victor's live tweets, which our listeners can also do, and viewers on Facebook. So there you go. Um, but it was an interesting debate, to say the least. Sure, mm. sure was. You should have watched it. I watched snippets. That's why. I, that's why I watch Raw. I, n- I never <laughs> watch this stuff live. I just watch the snippets the next day. You should have watched it, Carl. We'll actually get into that a little I was bit later. Working. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. You just said you were watching football. I had it on the TV, but uh huh. Yes. Don't try to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll Do talk about that a little bit later <laughs> with the I no longer watch live television tangent. Not tangent, but we'll discuss it later. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. With more than sure. Netflix stuff. Listen, man. No I, man can see, listen. I can see that you're scared. I'm not scared. I will go ahead I will and not be I will, I will let you off the hook here. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> me, I, and, me and Victor will just uh, stay the informed you know, parties. <laughs> Two out of four of the Codex Prime podcast <laughs> right. watch the debate. Mm-hmm. We will. Here's what we're gonna do because we've, we've talked about this. We've talked about having some offshoots of the Codex Prime <laughs> podcast, so we yes. can have a, a political podcast with the two of you. That sounds fantastic. Mm. Oh, uh, uh, speaking of offshoots of the Codex Prime podcast, I'll be launching my uh, film review oh, yeah. show on the on the Codex Prime podcast real soon. So check it out, listeners. Nice. Yeah, we'll have the same channel, so you don't have to download. You don't have to go search it for other podcasts. It'll be the same channel, but cool. you'll get it a different name. That's really great news for everyone that hated Victor's film reviews. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> see, see, don't listen to these two haters here, people. Y'all know what's up. That's great. I am looking forward to that. So it's going to be a Victor's expansion of Victor's Quarter in a way? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we'll have a, f- a few more ideas. Do you, have, do you have a name for that yet? Victor's Quarter? What's up? Is it just going to be Victor's Corner? No, I'll come up with a different name. Uh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, we have a few more ideas percolating, so we'll uh, catch up on that news once we, you know, as we go forward. Yeah, and you guys can like, you, you guys can have your Patriots beat-off hour. I don't know, whatever you call well, it. We're thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name. Write that down. I do. I enjoy, I enjoy that. Yeah. Patriots beat-off hour. Jesus. Because yeah. it rolls <laughs> off the tongue. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, that would get so many, so many <laughs> downloads. <laughs> How many, do you know how many fans have Patriot beat off hours? Oh, yeah, well. That's really Monday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, uh, Listen, bro, there were 
pictures released this morning of Tom Brady nude sunbathing in Italy, okay? So what have you been up to, This Maurice? week was a special patron. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was a picture of a goat. <laughs> right. Yeah, I did see that. Right. The goat. The goat. A goat. Hmm? Not Dak Prescott. Right. <laughs> Actually, Listen. you guys won, right? Yes, we did. Oh, nice, nice work. Our boys look good. Yeah. They, all all they, quarterbacks they good. also played the Bears, so... Which take, is good. It was a nice tune-up game. <laughs> it was a nice tune-up game. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Okay. I'm glad. Like I said, I'm happy. Ha- if Carl Bird's happy, I'm happy. Right. Yeah. Tired. Sure. I I have no reason to lie. <laughs> Anything else there, Vic? Uh, oh, one more thing. Um, uh, for any of you uh, fans of musicals or Wizard of Oz, check out Wicked, which is playing at the Providence Performing Arts Center mm. right now. I did see on Instagram that you uh, went to go see that. Yeah, awesome show, man. You should definitely check it out. For me, it's like the best version of the Wizard of Oz tale there is. Even better than The Wiz? Way better than The Wiz. Oh. Listen. Yo, listen, the Carl. Listen, <laughs> the, the, Wiz, the Wiz holds a special place in my heart. I can understand that, but The Wiz does not hold up. I watched that last year. That movie sucks, dude. I'm sorry. But like, it's got Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, Nipsey Russell, great talents. But the, but the movie did not need to be two hours and 15 minutes long. And the set still <laughs> it, it's still a classic. Mm, okay. I don't think I've ever it seen it. So, Carl, and the, and I think you need to engage this debate. I think you need to. I, need, I think you need to go. Listen, ahead. I haven't watched yeah. that movie in like twenty years. And <laughs> yo, make, state your case, Carl. Movie's a classic. I mean, you can't tell me that's not. It's a fun movie. It's not one of those stick up the ass Oscars that you love so much. <laughs> it's a Dude. fun movie. Lay down the freaking Ben Carson stance, <laughs> relax, and just watch it and enjoy the fuck out of it. Look, a, a classic fun movie is the original Wizard of Oz from 1939. But the Wiz, I mean, you the, would say that the set design yeah, is. Like, I love that movie. Like, like the set design. You would say that, and and the pacing was total wank. All right, wank alert. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> that those are long time. And and I'm sorry, but with the Wiz does not grow. Like I'm watching it as a 32 year old man. It does not hold up, man. It's like Family Matters. It does not hold up. Carl Bird, right. what he's saying is it's no Space Jam, Carl. That sorry. is true. Oh, good point. Good point. Now it makes sense. Right. Carl Bird, your task is to watch what? the Wiz I'll, and report I'll watch back. Watch the Wiz again Throw and Space Jam. Just to enjoy yourself. Oh, I was, oh, I was, Space Jam was on like two weeks ago, and I think I, I think I think I actually reached out to Victor. I was like, "Yo, Victor, put it on FX." Oh, what's on? Oh, what the fuck, Carl? <laughs> uh, Victor hates fun. That he is does. true. I don't hate fun, man. <laughs> I, oh, I mean, did you have fun playing Overwatch? No, not. Well. And you are. Do, do you, you hate, hate fun? Hates fun. Come on, man. I, I, I had fun playing The Witcher Three. Victor hates fun. I had fun <laughs> playing Doom. Witcher 3 is pretty fun, not going to lie. Is it? Okay. I, I, I'm with him on that one. It's I just want to keep saying Victor hates fun. <laughs> Man, if shit. you can't have fun playing Overwatch. I mean, Victor would love Space Jam if it was a team of terminally ill cancer <laughs> patients. I was waiting for it. I <laughs> well, was waiting for it. if you think about it, the Monstars did come from a dying planet. So that's that kind of right true. up his alley. Oh, yeah, true. There you go, Vic. Okay, first of all, I do not accept this meme of me liking <laughs> death and cancer patients. Come on now. We will well we'll let the viewers listen to the new Victor's Redux corner and we will decide they will decide for us. Yeah. That's how it's gonna go. Smart. Uh now I uh jump back into just reading some Star Wars aftermath a little bit. Um getting along back back along to that book. Um haven't finished it yet, but I'll have a full review fairly soon. Um I realized how much I missed reading once I was really getting into that. Really helps the vocab. 
that, that word percolating I used earlier, totally got that from that book. <laughs> it's like, I haven't used that in a long while. i got to start using that again. Uh, but I go back to that. Put, been playing more Overwatch. Got into the competitive, uh, which I don't know if I talked about that in the show. I don't think you did. We delved into the competitive I might have been bit. the only one to play yeah. competitive the last time we spoke. Uh, it's fun. You get to, We did the placement matches, and we, we jump in every once in a while. It's nice because there's a bunch of, as you know, there's 22 heroes right now. And in a quick play, there's six on six, and you can you can have six of the same hero. So last night, I don't know if I told you, Aris, we played against five Maze. You did tell me and that. one Mercy, and she and just freezes you. I was you. angry for you. Yes, 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 yes. Um, she I, just, I hate cheese. Yes, we call it cheese because we're just being mm. dumb, being stupid. It's quick play, I get it. Mm. But when you play competitive, it's one hero limit, so you can only have one per hero, so you don't get that cheese, which is nice. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and we've been doing pretty good. Um, I'm around... Ranked 2300, I think that's where I was, mm. which is gold, I think. It and is gold. Yeah, yeah, you go up to platinum at 3000 and then 2500, you go up to platinum. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is it the highest one? No. Oh, there's like four more tiers. After oh, that. shit. Okay. I, I am currently platinum. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, I've, I've got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's cool because if you get to a certain point, you won't get knocked down if you lose a lot. Yeah. Which is nice because we got screwed out of one of our games but yeah it's fun mm. overwatch is great um still going back to thursday I didn't play this past thursday because of uh prior obligations in the patriots game that was ongoing um but did you did you play well, this i never asked you how your thursday was. went because i wasn't in the office on friday right how'd, how'd that go i uh, went up and down mm. as as overwatches <laughs> want to do yes it happens uh we went five and five for the night but um you know i had the patriots game on my ipad twitter live stream twitter it's, it's a good stream yeah it's pretty legit yeah uh, and yeah, I greatly enjoyed that beatdown we handed uh, the Texans while playing Overwatch. Mm. It was pretty fantastic. Uh, no, Overwatch just continues to be fun, man. Uh, if you've got a team that will actually talk to each other and listen, mm. uh, it's really fun. My team doesn't do that. I was gonna all say, the time. I feel like that was. <laughs> I feel like that <laughs> you're projecting. That? No. Yeah, no, you're not projecting something. Time. Not okay. all the time. Yeah, uh, but when we do, it still feels magical. Yep. at least to me. Yep. Uh, there's definitely some salt setting in for some folks who are getting jaded a little bit. Uh, but hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get our stuff together. We'll, yeah. we'll continue to get our stuff together because, like I said, when we work together as a team and you just roll a team, you just roll them, it feels so good. Yeah. The jading comes for us all, though. It does. It could be tomorrow. It could be next it year. It still hasn't gotten me. Yeah. Not yet. I am still, still totally down for that game. If this were 10 years ago, my controller would have been through my sweet, sweet 4K <laughs> television. <laughs> or my sweet... CRT television yeah. back then, <laughs> yep. uh, but I'm I'm I've gotten much better in my older age, so that's good. Oh, uh, yeah, more of that. Um, like I said, reading Star Wars and just waiting for the next volumes to come out for the comics, and that's about it. Hmm. Nice, just the way I like it. How about you, Carl Bird? Um, not really much this weekend. Uh, I ended up going to a wedding on Saturday that had like eight course meals. I was I saw those Snapchats. Wow, it yes. was insane. I was like, Carl, where the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you DJing I, this wedding, Carl? No, I wasn't actually. Oh, okay. I, was, I went with a friend, and um, like I couldn't even make it. I I made it up to about six. Wow. Then they pulled out lobster, and I was like, God damn, I can't <laughs> do it. Carl, you fought the good fight, man. I, that's that's a lot of courses. <laughs> there, yes, I was I, following I ate him. Octopus <laughs> and jellyfish. Wow, nice. how, was, that how sounds they? gross. It was delicious. Was it like was, oct- was the octopus like calamari? Oh, thanks. Kind of like that. Was it fried? Yeah. 
Uh, you can't kind of be fried, Carl. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It was. It's nah, either it was, fried or it not, was, man. It was. Okay, it was. So it was really calamari. Really okay. Because the Snapchat I saw, it was no, not it was, sure. No, it was an actual yeah. octopus. Like, they took the little baby octopus, deep fried it. That's calamari. Right. It just looked, the present presentation, I'm sure, was much right. weirder. Because yeah, I didn't remember yeah. seeing that picture and being very confused. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. And, um, of course, M- uh, my show Empire came on Wednesday. Uh, oh, yeah, the reviews are back. Vampire and Ballers. That just ended, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm like several episodes behind. I need to catch yeah. up on that actually. How was yeah, the season do. premiere of Empire? It was good. It was good. Um, left with you know, left with cliffhangers and stuff. It picked up from the last cliffhanger, and mm. it was good. I don't want to get into it because there's probably some people who haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm still in the middle of the second season. Right. Okay, is, yeah, is so my is my girl Cookie still around? Oh, of course, looking fine as ever. Oh yeah. All right, Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's my TV wife. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so and I have the HBO go go um app and I saw a little throwback and just immediately got into it. Spawn the animated series. Oh snap! Wow, the video wow. that my mother rented for me as a kid and wow. I watched it as an adult. Holy shit! I had no business watching that. <laughs> I am so glad that my mother just had no idea what Spawn was. She just knew I liked it. <laughs> and knew that I just used to draw it all the time. So I'm watching it. I'm like, this is pretty fucked up. Like, they have, like, <laughs> child murderers and stuff. Like, it was really dark. And just animated nudity. There you go, Vic. And, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, wait, what, what stage was that on? It was on HBO, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I guess it makes more sense. Yeah, it definitely does. I'm like, wow. And I still like it. <laughs> I still go. I still like it. I was just like, wow, man, this shit is dark as fuck. Mm. But it's good. Yeah. And I'll be continuing the second mm. season. Mm. Yeah, I remember uh, I was at Best Buy a couple months ago and I saw the whole series on DVD for like ten bucks in the bargain bin. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I should I should have had you grab it and I would have reimbursed you. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even think to get it. It's on HBO Go, Carl. You don't need it. You're fine. Yeah, sometimes it's good just to have the physical copy. Mm, I, I mean I wouldn't overdo it with steel books and Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you do not need the fanciest of packaging. <laughs> Only on certain things, but not everything. Understood. Okay. That that was a good show back in the day. And that, that's actually very topical because uh McFarlane's been in the news lately talking about the movie reboot and he says that he's got like, you know, the script almost finished or whatever and he says that it's coming blah 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 but we've all heard that before yeah but i feel like i feel like the time is right i feel like the time is right for that to happen yeah Yeah. a spawn movie reboot Mm -hmm. let's go get it done todd mcfarlane would you like to see michael jai white play him again yeah i like michael jai white that dude's cool as hell yeah he can still all about it you think you think john leguizamo could play con again no (laughs) he 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 is washed up like beyond washed up i'm trying to remember the last thing he was in He'll always be Luigi to oh, me. Actually, no. <laughs> he was in The Happening. Maybe, maybe, oh. maybe they can get um J- Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, I mean. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the clown was, 
he was he was he was more gangster than than the Joker. I mean, it might fit that character better. You can that just play the same guy. That clown <laughs> much. used just to scare the shit out of me. He was scary as hell, the man. Shit out of me. He, <laughs> Dude was. Was, he turned into a monster that was called the Violator. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary as shit, man. Yeah, he did that in the show too. And I was just like, there yeah. he is. That was so cool. Yeah. Uh, That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Oh he was goodness. such a fragile little boy, Maurice. I was a little younger than you guys remember. Yeah. That shit was terrifying. Yeah, man. I hear you. That show was legit, though. I don't think the animation holds up very well, though. No, it mm. was it was seriously 90s. Yeah. Seriously yeah, I, 90s. I remember that animation looking cheap back when that show was actually on the air. So, I mean, it's like it, watching it X Men again like, now. At, at our present age. And we're like, wow, this animation's like. 90s. Yeah, yeah, it's real stiff and choppy, like frames are missing. Yeah. yeah. Great show, though, content-wise. Yeah. Really good. Definitely. The first time I saw a comic book just be brought over faithfully like that onto the screen, at least an adult-themed one, or an adult-based uh, animated show like that, I think that might have been the first one I, I remember seeing. Very adult. I think MTV jumped in with some stuff afterwards with Aeon Flux and the Max. Now, speaking of scary, the Max, that show used to scare the fuck out of me. <laughs> the Max, I don't remember that one. You remember the Max on MTV? Nah. I, I remember, remember Spider-Man on MTV. I remember the comic. I don't remember the show. Yeah, there's a show. They they had a show of the Max, and that oh, shit wow. was... That that, sh- that show's trippy as fuck, man. Oh, man. I watched the Spider-Man that was on MTV. Yeah, that was garbage. Yeah, it, it was. wasn't, it wasn't great. great. That was the computer animated yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that was horrible. Compared to... The other work, yeah, that was like set in the same universe as the movie. It was weird, it was a weird movie, a weird show. Yeah, I yeah you should Max, check so. out the Max, man. Yeah, it, right. You like it? It's super depressing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Carl? No, that's it. Uh, I like working it. my ass off, and now I'm back here with you, Obos. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> well, I love you guys, <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> well, uh, uh, no, I just uh, I, I watched a crap ton of football on Sunday. Uh, the Sundays that my Patriots are not playing, I like to just sit and uh, watch the most red zone ever. So I just sat in my house. I watched some red zone um, for most of the day until some uh, of my wife's family came over. Then they asked me to change to the Red Sox game, which I did. And I caught that crazy-ass Pedroia play where he, like, tiptoes around home plate. And uh, we totally won the game in extra innings I off of a David Ortiz double. It was the most insane play at home plate I've ever seen. That thing was crazy. Um, so, you know, besides that, uh, I do – it's been a while. Um, so uh, I'll uh, rec- make, a, make an anime recommendation. Uh, right now uh, you can watch on Netflix. There are several uh, – I'm going to call uh, – they're, they're, they're different seasons of the same anime, but they're named – differently so they they have just runs um the the first one is called uh magi the labyrinth of magic mm. and uh it's basically a different take on the uh, arabian nights and uh, aladdin uh story uh a real japanese anime uh, version of that story so uh, aladdin is a little boy who has a uh, flute uh which uh is a uh a metal vessel, uh, a gin metal vessel, and a gin is basically another word for a genie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen those those words used in like the whiz. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen that. It was no genie whiz. So, uh, wizard, Trevor wizard. That's what I'm going. <laughs> oh, okay. 
So I actually picked that up like the second I finished that sentence. <laughs> oh, Carl, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> so Aladdin happens to be a Magi who is uh, a, a basically a magic user. Uh, he is able to harness the world's energies into magic, and he's got amnesia, and he has no idea what or who he is. Uh, and he runs into uh, this dude named Alibaba, who uh, happens to be a displaced prince from a foreign country, and uh, they uh, team up together to take a dungeon. So in this world, there are uh, dungeons that mysteriously appeared in the world like 30 years ago, I believe, and uh, basically they're magic dungeons, and whoever can go in uh, and basically defeat the game tape uh, get to the end, will get to claim uh, riches and uh, hopefully a gin metal vessel with the power of a genie uh, that they can then use uh, for their own means. So uh, basically they go in, they take this dungeon, and which leads them uh, into further adventures across the world uh, where they go to uh, basically Alibaba's old country where he was the prince. Uh, there is a civil war and an evil king has taken over and then Sinbad shows up with Jafar, bro, and things get crazy. Mm -hmm. It is a super Japanese anime version of Aladdin and it's really good. It's <laughs> nice. really good. I'm really enjoying it right now. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, check it out, uh, my anime fans out there. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. They th those Jin I just found. You know the latest episode I just watched. They uh, introduce the ability to equip your uh, genie uh, item and turn it into a weapon, mm. and uh, it looks talking. pretty ba. They start getting into some real anime fights, and it's pretty ba. I like it. It's badass. Check it out. That is what BA stands for. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I enjoy. Uh, I, I, I enjoy, do love a lot. I enjoy me a good adventure anime. Uh, we've talked about adventure Dis comedy. Oh, okay, cool. I yeah. know we've talked about Disney in the past and Aladdin. And it's, for me, is a dark horse as my favorite Disney movie. Growing it's up, a really good movie. Yeah, it was good. You're still wrong. It's, I, it's no, Beauty and the Beast. Right, you're wrong. Your Aladdin is is up there. You're wrong. It's Lion King. Thick. State your case, Vic. Let it be known. Ron. Keep it 100. Don't you dare say the hunchback of Notre Dame. Keep it 100, Vic. The best is Disney film. The best yeah. is like, you know, 90s. Well, any, you know. Um, the peak of Disney films. Yeah. Right, right after I'm going to have. I'm going to have to go with Carl. It's The Lion King. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Beauty and the Beast is number two. I figured that he would go for that. It's the most depressing one where the kid, the lion's father dies and everything. Oh, you my God. It makes sense. It, you know what? <laughs> I am, I am, it makes sense. I am sick to death of this Victor loves depressing movies narrative. Listen, man. <laughs> I love good stories. If it happens to have death in it, so be it. Which is how Give us a percentage of how much of the time you enjoy it. What? Like... Uh, Movies with depressing themes. Yeah, if it's if the storyline is sound, then ninety nine point nine. I say like eight <laughs> times out of ten. What is a uh, Lion King based off of Hamlet? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty depressing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I enjoy Lion King's probably my is up there for me too. I just really enjoyed Aladdin, also Jasmine. I love Jasmine. Okay, yeah, she's I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely get behind that. <laughs> but Lion King, I enjoyed. <laughs> Beauty, <laughs> Beast was, Beauty of the Beast was like two, one or two years ahead of my time. Um, but I love that. And also, Crazy Old Maurice is in that. And he's my yep, boy. True that. Yeah. Listen, bro. It's the only animated movie to ever be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar. That is true. And that also, tells you all you need to know. Sorry, you're all wrong. Yes, and also, this whole thing, these animated features now, it's only hand-drawn for me. All yeah. this new crap is not animated for me. I mean, it is, but it's not. 
mm. like old school hand drawn. There, I definitely draw a line in the sand between the two. I, 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 mm. I see them as different mediums as yeah. well. But I understand no one's doing hand drawn stuff anymore anyway, which sucks because that stuff's awesome. No, I don't remember the last. You one get anyway. you get your rare stop motion thing like Kubo yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what was the last hand drawn? I think Disney did the last. They did hand-drawn Princess and the thing. Frog. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. That's really good too. I oh, was it? Yeah, 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 my wife, my wife really likes. The I think I was done the after Hunchback, mm. and I only watched Hunchback because I was in the play in seventh grade. Mm. <laughs> Were you the Hunchback, Carl, or you a doorknob? <laughs> <laughs> I was the Treat. I was the kid. I was the Gypsy King. Although a friend of ours played the Hunchback. Hey, who was that? Wilson. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wilson. Uh, I can't. I can't see that. He's too big. He that dude's way too hunchback. big. <laughs> he was a tall hunchback. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to do the lip and everything. It was great. Uh, that's fantastic. I'm gonna have to ask him about that. <laughs> Please send pictures. Codecompodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't have any. Oh, Carl Okay. Say how you we have doing failed us, Carl. Mm. Uh, we're doing pretty good on Facebook Live. I don't know. Got a no. Uh, Stephanie Aponte says, hey, Mr. Omoyo. Oh, it's one of my students. What's up? Whoa, Mr. Omoyo? Who the hell is that? (laughs) It's me, son. Get out of here. It's me, son. Shut up. Your ass is just Vic. Nah, it's me, son. Vic. It's the professor. Get it. That is true. I did call him (laughs) the professor for a while. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks uh, for watching. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I was I was actually plugging my the podcast in all three of my writing classes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Little side project going on. No, wait. What's what's her name? Stephanie Aponte. Okay, Stephanie. I expect a uh, two thousand word essay on uh, Victor's performance in the podcast tonight. <laughs> that is your assignment for this week. Thank you. It's called a podcast she review. She actually said and you one put of the coolest <laughs> teachers. Oh, thank you. Well, she's trying to get that A. I, I am I am a harsh grader. Mm-hmm. So just but make sure you do a good job. Thanks. If you take that 2,000-word essay, you put it into an, uh, an, uh, podcast review, give it five stars, mm-hmm. you'll get an A for this semester. Oh, yeah, totally. Hey, come, come on, man. Don't, don't, <laughs> try, don't try to get my students yeah. ideas. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Stephanie, you get that? I'm going to tell you something right now. Like For some reason, in all three of my classes, my students are trying to extort me for extra credit just to watch the podcast or give us a five-star review on iTunes. And you're saying no? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on, man. We, we got to be a little more ethical up in here. You know what I'm saying? We're professional. You're professional. She says never trying to get an A. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, anything uh, else you had there, uh, Ares? No. Um, I, I did. I forgot to bring up something during your your wrestling discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some breaking news regarding the WWE. Nice breaking news drop, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, so the WWE uh, is uh, has announced, uh, along with Boom Studios, that they will be publishing a monthly comic series mm. called WWE. Wow. It is <laughs> Interesting <laughs> title. <laughs> the story will follow wrestler Seth Rollins. Okay. As he tries to win the WWE World Championship while dealing with his former team members from The Shield, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose. How do you feel about that? How do you feel sure. about that? He's Screw he's still like a half bad guy, half good guy. They haven't even done like a full face turn yet. Well, anti-heroes are kind of a thing now. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well I, they kind of been a thing since '98. Uh, 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 well, I mean, 
And the art looks pretty cool. Look at that. Look at look at Triple H's smug face. That is really okay, good. That is really good. Look at his smug yeah. face. I enjoy that smug Triple H that is comic book art. Also, it must be in an alternate universe because he is no longer going for the world title. He's going for the universal title on Raw, and that is the <laughs> SmackDown title. <laughs> <laughs> hey, F it. I'll read anything once. Okay. Oh, I figured you guys might be. That's like your favorite man ever. I so. do love me some Seth Rollins. Although, I because... I figured you'd be all excited. I mean, I've been out of the... I'm kind of out of the game a little bit with the watching on a week-to-week basis, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. getting tough. It's getting mm-hmm. tough, but I do enjoy it. But at the same time, like, I'm just ready for him to become a full-blown face. Mm-hmm. He's still a bad guy. It's weird. Yeah, he's like a tweener right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 But that's cool. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for Luke Cage on Friday. Is he oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to watch all those episodes on Friday, son. Mm. That Damn, mean. take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how long. I mean, Do when something. you... When you have that awesome 4K goodness, you just can't stop yourself, Carl. Can I come over and watch it then? No. Yeah, see. Well, I was speaking about Vic, man. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes when you see that 4K Marvel Netflix television goodness, you can't help yourself but keep watching. This is gonna be my first 4K experience. It looks fantastic. It's going to be amazing. I can. I have. I have reviewed uh, with my own eyeballs, Mm. and I can tell you it looks fantastic. Well, let me let me ask you about this 4K thing. Like, uh, how big are your TVs? Forty in. Forty-eight inches. Forty-eight. How about you, Aris? Sixty. Sixty. Okay. Mm-hmm. From, from what I hear, four um, mm-hmm. K. Like, to, in order to see a meaningful difference, uh-huh, your TV uh-huh. has to be at least sixty inches. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I can tell you, my eyeballs see a difference, even if it's like forty-eight. I see. A I difference. see it on mine. I've not looked at four K content in his TV yet. I can tell you with utmost sincerity that I see a big difference. A big. I think it's four times. <laughs> Times four, man. You're going to see a difference. Look, man. It's, just, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, though, there's nothing wrong with my TV, and spending nearly $1,000 on a brand new one is not feasible and if not you wise. If you can do it, if you can dream it, it, you can do it. When I first took, what was it, that, an arc, what's the show on Amazon Prime that you had me watch? Transparent? No, no, that was not it. It was like uh, the test Bosch? of 4K. Yeah. yeah, I watched like 30 seconds of that. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, Bosch looks legit. My eyes started what? bleeding. <laughs> I passed that one to a coma. It was really weird. <laughs> was it the first thing that you saw once you hooked up your 4K TV was buy 600 pounds? Yes, that's exactly the first thing that was on television. <laughs> yeah, that was the very first thing. I Thankfully, that was TLC. not in 4K. No, <laughs> the TLC was on. It was wild. But yeah, so was, I can see a difference. I will let you know, especially after I watched Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. How the 4K looks in the Netflix. I can tell you, Marco Polo looks mm. super legit in 4K. Yeah. I've watched, some, watch I've watched some episodes both in 4K and in 1080p, and there you can definitely yeah. tell the big difference between the two. We will do I'll a test. We'll we'll do a test next yeah. week, someday, Carl. Someday. Yeah. Let's let's do a brief test after the show so I can see the difference before I leave. <laughs> <laughs> also, Maurice paid significantly less than a thousand dollars for his 4K TV. Yeah. Just FYI on that. What do you do? We steal it? They're no, they're just they're yes. coming down to regular person prices now. Yeah, because it's starting that cycle. Yeah, I said I, I only dropped five hundred. I dropped five five hundred. I mean, I uh, prob- thinking back, I probably would have spent the six hundred for the fifty five inch. But whatever, probably should have. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll try to sell my TV then. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he's coming around. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Get that sweet 150 bucks, Vic. Now, here's the another, for that 1080p. Another Shit. reason, which will help lead us into the, the main topic of conversation. Um, the only live television that I watch outside of sports, 
in wrestling, which is very rare now. Um, there's a sports mode on the television. There is a sports mode. Uh, I only watch the new shows on Netflix. Yep. Essentially, Netflix original programming or Amazon because I want to finish uh, in the the castle. Um, Man of the Iron. Oh, uh, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, yeah I want to finish heard that. That's really good. I want to watch Marco Polo. I want to watch. Oh, I've watched Stranger Things, which we're going to talk about, and of course Luke Cage and all the Marvel stuff. Yeah. I just don't. I I just don't watch live television anymore. And a lot of those scripted programs, I know they always they they always cycle through. I just have no interest in any sitcoms whatsoever. Any of that crap. So it's all gonna be all the streaming stuff for me, and that's where that 4K really it's gonna thrive. Yep. Because screw NBC and CBS and all those. Yeah, like I don't want to watch yeah. Big Bang Theory for the next Football. twenty years. Football is the only thing I watch. Yeah, live sports. Anymore. And also mm-hmm. the smart TV comes with MLB uh, MLB TV, which mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so I can stream that too. So it's just it's the future. I mean, you, yes. you used to watch. Do you used to watch regular, boring old cable television? No, uh, no, not really. Hmm. Like, all the shows that are on cable, mostly some of them are on Hulu, like Empire. Mm, I'll just true. catch it on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, it's a good call. Does Hulu stream 4K? 4K? Yeah. No. They have no 4K content right yeah. now. Okay. Okay. Netflix okay. and Amazon are really the two driving forces behind gotcha. 4K right now. Yeah. yeah. And something big just happened with, I can't remember what it was with uh, Netflix, but they just announced yeah. something. What's up, Vic? Yeah, something's yeah. something's yeah. rattling around yeah. up there. You know, uh, <laughs> since you guys, I feel, I feel his resolve breaking before no. my hands. No, <laughs> since you since you guys are all about this 4K revolution, just going gaga over it, I'm just gonna laugh my head off when five years from now, actually no, four years from now, when mm-hmm. 8K becomes mm-hmm. a thing, you guys are gonna sit here and say, "Man, remember 4K? That shit is garbage. That shit looks booty." Oh if my god! If I get five years out of my TV, I am perfectly happy with yeah. that. That's like a hundred dollars a year. It's like, like, I'm super happy. I mean, like the, the the way you're talking about 4K now is the way you're going to be talking about 1080p when 8K hits the shelves. And then when, say, like 20K hits the shelves, you're going to talk about how much 8K sucks. 20K, you guys are be you guys inside are, the motherfucker. Oh, 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 and then... Then, then even then even years further still, you're gonna be talking about oh what you watch TV shows on a flat screen, man, that's garbage. I watch holograms, son. Yeah, what I you know about that? Upload it to my eyeball. Right. Vic, eight K is eight times better than four K. <laughs> okay, of course right. I'm gonna like it better. <laughs> that's so much more times. I, I, it's actually twice better. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's eight times better than the 1080p you'll still Correct. be watching at that yes, time. That's right. You yes. Know, also, also, Vic, what? By your logic, mm-hmm. I would never get anything new ever. It's called progress, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get with it. I'm all about progress, Listen, man. You can you can tell. Like you at least I I'm pretty good at telling when technology is gonna be a fad. Mm-hmm. 3D TV. 3D total fad. Yeah. I knew like, that. Like almost everyone saw that shit. Yeah. Just a straight resolution bump. Yeah. And HDR, just make that picture that I already have look much better. Mm-hmm. That's that that is a natural curve. Mm-hmm. 3D is not, not a curve. A, television. That is not a natural curve, right? Yeah. Uh, even though those look good, I don't blame anyone for getting those. Those look pretty legit, but they do. They're curved. They're super they're expensive too. Yeah. Um, but 3D, that's not a natural curve. That's a fucking gimmick. That's somebody trying to introduce yeah. something on top of my regular TV viewing experience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you can just make my normal ass TV viewing experience better, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Like I, I yeah. can see that. I can see a value add to that. I can't see a value add to 3D. Mm-hmm. I couldn't anyway, and I was proven right. So yeah. didn't most of the world also didn't see that value. Yeah, right. I mean, everyone, yeah. we dabbled, of right. course. I'll dabble in any gimmick. Mm-hmm. I'm a dabbler, but yeah. no freaking way was I going to plunk down whatever it was for that. 
Yeah. Where are these glasses? They're awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, I was ju- I was entirely too cheap to buy extra pair of glasses. What if I have like the guys over to watch some 3D football? I'm like, that means I have to buy. Well, you would have stupid. to actually have 3D football exist. No, no I'm saying ESPN like, had 3D. They had a 3D, 3D channel, I yeah. think. Yeah, but that thing folded like yeah, a right. year in like, immediately. It died super quick. Yeah, I would have yeah. to buy glasses for everybody. Right. I think yeah. no, it was I'm when I saw it was when I saw Green Hornet, and all they had was 3D. Oh, that's that's the worst. And you they, go to the movies yeah. and they only have only the 3D, 3D showing. Yeah. And the TV, or the, the only 3D part of it was when the door, like, shot out. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, Seth Rogen. You got me good, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, total gimmick. But five years is, is good, I think. I had yeah. my, my 1080 for five years. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I'm, I'm sort of just being a tech guy. Hmm. I am used to just that cycle where like my my mind is conditioned to just be like five years that's ancient technology it yeah. must be replaced it's obsolete now. and also it's like a bed you use that TV every damn day you will get your money's worth out of that real quick true that son yeah. real quick thirty years of your life Vic thirty years of your life <laughs> <laughs> probably more if you if you watch more TV than sleep <sighs> just saying all I can say is like I said man. I am a, I am an advocate of 4K because it is the next evolution, mm-hmm. and 8K, from what I've read, and again I I tend to uh, try and keep up with all of the latest trends in home theater and and whatnot. Mm. 8K is still a ways away from being a consumer viable product, mm-hmm. like more than five years. Like what you are more likely to see screen technologies sort of get more uh, propagated. Like you, you might see OLED come down in price, mm-hmm. which is just a screen tech, and it's that's going to give you just better, richer, deeper colors um, than just a straight 8K resolution bump for for the time being. And OLED is out there now, mm-hmm. and those things are are you know they're they're coming down in price, but those are still the priciest TVs at this time. Um, and then you might, I would think you'd probably see like uh, the 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 thinner TVs like. OLED allows you to do super, super, super duper thin uh, screens. So, you know, they, they, they've done some technology tests with straight paper thin bendable screens. Mm-hmm. You might see shit like that come down the pike. Now, that's not something that I think I'd partake in, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I, I'd have to see it. What was the thing that Randy was telling us about? Eight? Bit or what oh, 10 bit versus 8 bit yeah. panels again. That's screen technology, yeah, yeah, same thing, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's just it, it gives you more wider color gamut, so you, you just get better, more colors, and deeper yep. colors as well. All I can on a 10 bit panel, all I can say is you will not regret it. My TV has a 10 bit panel, <laughs> nice, wow. it's pretty legit. Mm. I don't even know what mine is, I just whatever. Samsung, it's a Samsung, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's legit. Yours is an 8-bit. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> it is. It's fine. It's okay. It's, I didn't go it still, looks it yeah, still looks great. Yeah. Oh, great. my God. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Watching football is amazing. And watching it on sports mode is even better. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys can keep being fickle, you know, about this technology stuff. Well, that's you, you being fickle, bro. <laughs> Vic? I'm not being fickle. I'm, I'm, I'm Five years from now, they're going to have virtual podcasts. Then you guys are going to want to do, yeah, Vic, we're going to want to do virtual podcasts. I want to be in someone's eyeballs. We exactly. will do it. Well, that's different, all right. I will you know, make I sure mean, we get. I will make sure we get that shit. Done. I mean, any, anything to anything to progress our show is awesome. But I'm just talking about just regular old TV. Listen, if I could broadcast in 4K right now, I would. That's true. I'd have to clean up my face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that Dana Brooke makeup. 
Oh man. So yeah. we some of us watched this n- this discussion point on Wait, fourth. wait, what? Let me ask. I don't know. Was there ever three D porn? I, I don't know. I legitimately don't know the answer to this question. Yeah, sure I know. can't I, even a- I can't I even know. answer that. Well, I, I honestly don't know. Don't okay. That's if there was, it w- it never went mainstream. I bring this up because tech, porn drives technology. Pornography drives technology. Yes. That is a that is true. fact. Yes, it's true. There is now currently 4K pornography. They've oh. jumped on board. Of course, wow. they've jumped on board, Vic. Oh, now they're gonna oh, sell man. the shit out. I'm of it. just saying mm-hmm. that that legitimizes 4K. <laughs> you know, that's, it's true. Seriously, honestly, ser- dude. If there was 4D porn, though, Ooh, what? Like the Tra- trademark, trademark. Yeah. Like those uh, those rides on Disney where they have like the stitch rides, it's 4D, and they like splash stuff onto you. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that'd be Wait. horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, we don't want that at all. Oh man, I, uh, I am going to go ahead and take that trademark off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you guys are you guys are monsters, man. Just just monsters. The three oh, of you. I can't wait to re-listen to this and laugh. Yeah, but yeah. it's very true that pornography w- does drive it. And the numbers and all that stuff. So if they're on board, then you know it's legit. Yeah, well. You have the pornography industries. Go ahead, Vic. (laughs) (laughs) You have their blessing. Well, man. Whatever, man. Just whatever. You know, like I said, my 1080p works just fine. But uh, let's talk about (laughs) uh, a show which is beloved, beloved, one of the best shows of the year, Stranger Things on Netflix. That's in 4K. <laughs> yeah, it was sure um, a fun fact. Yes, it was shot in native 4K, <laughs> so that is the native resolution for the show. Oh, I know. I've seen it, Vic. It's amazing. I know. And, and I will tell you this. It looks very crisp, very crisp on my 1080p display. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but please, please continue. Sorry, Vic. Your TV's not projecting it in its native resolution. What do you know? It looks crisp, man. It looks more crisp than an actual, t- an average 1080p image. You are not watching it as the filmmakers intended. Think about that, Vic. Think about it. Think about it. Kiss my ass. Think about it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, straight- You respect the filmmakers, don't you, Vic? Of course I respect well, the Well, you're filmmakers. disrespecting their work by watching it and trash 1080p. Trash 1080p. Y- you know what? You guys are just a bunch of snobs, all of you, all three of you. Snobs. Look at your movie collection. <laughs> you want to call us snobs? Hey, my taste is strictly cosmopolitan. Very diverse. <laughs> I need to put that picture back up again. <laughs> Man. Maurice, you look like you want to weigh in. No, 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 no. no go, go ahead. Do weigh it. in. No. Weigh in. Do it. No. Wade into these waters. I'm, no, I'm ready to discuss Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Stranger Things, it's a show uh, that came out on Netflix this, this past July, and it's gotten universal acclaim. And uh, this show is a period piece. It takes place in November 1983. It's a, it's a, it's a mystery, sci-fi, slash horror, slash supernatural tale. Um, it's about this uh, 12-year-old boy named Will Briars who was, who was disappeared mysteriously. This uh, alien creature just takes him into another dimension called the Upside Down. And uh, Will's three friends, uh, Mike... Dustin and Lucas are on a search to look for him. Then there's this uh, girl named Eleven who has uh, telekinetic powers. She's escaped from the lab, and she has some connection to this uh, mysterious creature and the outside world. And there's a whole bunch of uh, lovely homages to 80s cinema and TV shows and pop culture at the time, most notably E.T. You can tell that the, the, the Duffer brothers, the creators of the show, really, really love E.T., 
And you see it references in every episode. So Stranger Things, people, eight episodes of buttery goodness. <laughs> nice. Perfect, perfect lead in. Uh, so, yeah, this is this show was an interesting one because it's a Netflix original, which I adore any uh, pretty much any Netflix original. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to get on that Marco Polo. But it came in very quietly, I yeah. think. Like it did, yeah. Very, very little fanfare. Yeah, very mm-hmm. similar to Marco Polo. Um, they just had the one name attached to it, Winona Ryder, who, you know, her star has fizzled in the past few years, but she's still legit. Yep. And I, I don't even know. I think it was like literally word of mouth. Someone, maybe even ours, I just mentioned it. Like, oh yeah, that's a great show. Yep. Oh. I was on that show from day one. Yeah. Like, I should check that out. And it was great because got in on it and then I didn't realize everyone was loving it until I went on the internet the next Monday or whatever and it's all oh, the strange things greatest thing since sliced bread yeah. uh, so that was really awesome I'm glad that we all got to recommend a show for Vic to watch because <laughs> it took him like eight months and that was right <laughs> up your alley too wasn't yeah, it you loved it be late Vic yeah. mine is cancer whatever man right like I, I, you know, I, I watched all the episodes uh, last week, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, you know, it's a very good series. Did you regret waiting so long? No, not at all. No. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed it, but I think that I do think that it, the show is a tad overpraised. I do think that the universal acclaim. I mean, people are saying, "Oh, this show is so incredible. It's, it's, it's all about nostalgia," and it's like, well, you know, this show is very good, but let's not, let's not, you know. Let's and not any awards just yet. Yeah, let's let's not let's not jump the shark, you know, so to speak. I mean, this the show is not this incredible revelation, I, I feel, but it's still a very very good show, which I can easily recommend. What I think was because it definitely had um, um, homages, like you said, to the past, but it was very original in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and I love that because as much as I love I love Luke Cage, not necessarily original. You know, mm-hmm. he's been around he's been around forever. Uh, so it's interesting to see an actual original story idea. I mean, monsters is, yeah. uh, but also a lot of that stuff, monster shows, monster movies, they're kind of not around anymore. So it was nice to mm-hmm. kind of have like a little bit of a throwback, yeah, uh, nostalgia, but not just nostalgia where they just went and took like Jason Voorhees and re- did a show about him. They did like an original thing, which I really enjoyed. And I yeah. love shows with child child actors, especially when they're really good, which yeah. all these kids were. They're excellent. Yeah, and as yeah, soon as the show, kids are everywhere. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. yeah, except for the one. Uh, the one that went missing. Yeah, right? Will and the other main gen- Mike, I think his name was. Yeah, Mike. Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. I think they don't like this. They're not big into the spotlight. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, those kids are. Yeah, those kids are awesome. They're they're just at the Emmys doing uh, Uptown Funk. Yeah. Um, passing out peanut butter and jelly. Yes. <laughs> doing all the talk <laughs> show rounds, but those those child actors were amazing. That's yeah. what it's. Uh, you can find them. They're yeah, not all they were Jake probably Lloyds. My favorite part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're really and good. And what was what was cool about the show too, like with the with those three kids, like they they weren't they didn't come off as you know TV TV mm-hmm. kids or movie kids, like they they felt like real kids, real characters. Like they swear, they they get on each other's nerves, but and they and they all have each other's backs, you know, when the chips are down. Yeah, you know, they didn't they didn't feel like like they were just saying lines. It just felt very natural. And also, I felt like the the um, the the eighty setting, you know, worked worked to its advantage. I mean, at first, I had a I had a, you know, I was a little nervous going into the show because I thought that this show, because judging from how reviews made it sound, like it was going to be like this big nostalgia fest, like, hey, remember the 80s? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember E.T.? Remember John Carpenter? Look at all this. Like, they'll just like wave it in your face, like, like how hip we are, like how knowledgeable we are of this period. Thankfully, it's not the case at all. Thankfully, like all the homages are very subtle and they're very kind of understated. And, you know, they don't really call too much attention to themselves. And it, and it all works naturally into the 80s, 80s setting. 
you know so that's what that's what i liked about it that like the, the duffer brothers didn't flaunt their you know pop culture knowledge caught of the 80s mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they just let the story be yeah and yep. And really, this 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 I mean, this this story could have could have been set like in the '90s or even t- in present day if it wanted to. Yeah, I think it's nice to get away from the internet and the cell phones and all the modern technology. I think it tells a better story. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad they set it back there. They the everything I loved everything the music the intro card you know all that yeah it was excellent it was just so good god i love that stuff yeah the the soundtrack i really like the 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 score of the of the of the show it's a very synthesizer heavy kind of reminds you of a lot of like 80s and john carpenter Mm -hmm. movies like halloween and like um it kind of reminds me of this other this other um quasi 80s uh horror film which came out in 20 20 actually came out last year i believe called it follows oh i love that movie yeah i think i didn't you do a review on it no i didn't do a review of it but uh but I have the Blu-ray. But it's a really cool '80s flick. Mm-hmm. Which um, wait, hold on. I'm trying to, is that the one with the vampire? Well, it's not an '80s flick, but it, I think it takes. It has like that '80s vibe to it. Um, it's, a, it's a horror film where um, I may not have seen that one. Hold on. Yeah, go, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it follows. It's about this um, about this group of teenagers. Like every time they have sex, they have there's just, like this this creature that mimics them that looks like them, and it just it says it says nothing, but it just follows them oh, everywhere. And if it catches up to them, then that ca- creature just embowels them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oof, terrible. Yeah, and so the abstinence. Only, yeah, and so <laughs> well, and so the only way to get that creature to stop following them is if they have sex with another person, and then that creature follows them. What? Yeah. Now that was. So you're passing That's along an STD, basically. Yeah, elite, a very. The monster is an STD. It's like AIDS, much, but yeah. works way faster. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah, you can't bargain with this creature. You can't reason with it. It will kill you if it touches you. So you got to bone someone else to get it off your back. Wow. That, huh. Wow. That's a hell of an idea <laughs> for a movie. And can you bone to it? Follows. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. I like it, Vic. I see what you did there. Um, Aris, what were some of your thoughts on Stranger Things? <laughs> uh, no, just uh, it, it, they echo a lot of what you guys have already said. Uh, it was a, a really fun show. It was very well constructed. It it, it uh, keeps in suspense mm. for a very long time. I don't. I think that the eight episodes can feel a little short for a series, especially one mm. that kind of centers around, you know, one very specific central mystery. But I think that that's for, for the better because it actually leaves you wanting more than, you know, if it was a, your regular, like, 24-episode, uh, you know, season of uh, on, on normal network TV, for example. Mm. Um, you know, to your point, uh, it, the, the story's been told that, uh, a lot of networks actually passed on Stranger Things, and they they wouldn't even you know bother hearing the pitch or anything. And Netflix took a to, to you know they they took a chance on it, mm. and uh, obviously they hit big. It, it came out with very little fanfare. I don't think even Netflix knew what they had on their hands at the time. And uh, basically, that thing got popular strictly through word of mouth, um, really. Um, and uh, you know they 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 did a fantastic job, like like you said, the 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 Duffer Brothers, yep. I believe, is the name of the directors yep. and creators and writers of of the show. They they did an awesome job of uh, sort of mimicking um, some of that that eighties style and and paying homage to it, but not getting bogged down by it. Mm. Um, you know they 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 kind of walked that 
that fine line and and they succeeded they did it successfully they brought on all of these uh you know no name or or small name actors who all knocked it out of the park and uh they had the best child actor cast that i've seen in anything in years what like was that, usually um, i find you know children in movies and tv shows pretty annoying when they're like a central character yeah but mm-hmm. i feel like these characters were very true to sort of the the, the character they were playing and uh, they they didn't try to to ham it up. I feel like the direction for those kids was really good. They acted pretty naturally. What was uh, that J.J. Abrams movie from a couple of years ago? Oh, oh Super, Super Eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super those eight. those child kids uh, actors were good. Yeah, that's probably were. the last one I can no, think it was of. Pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, you can find good child actors out there. Yeah, for sure. They're all really good. Um, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. I know he's having a hard time of it now. But oh man, oh man. Um, but yeah, that was. Those kids were as soon as it started and they were playing Dungeons and Dragons and they were you could feel it. I really enjoyed. It. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna like yeah, this it show. Yeah, was pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, I, I do have my problems with the show. I feel like the the central mystery wasn't explored in depth enough. No, but I'm I guess right. That, you know that, that maybe that, that that's on purpose. You know what I mean? They kept mm-hmm. a lot of things ambiguous, and and I feel like that that could have been on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- you know, to get us hooked and coming back for season two. Yeah, I remember I texted you around like episode five or six, and I was like, "Did they start answering any questions? Because <laughs> they're kind of in the dark here, and they yeah. really they don't answer too much." Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it has a good conclusion for its first season. There is an end, you know, to that specific story, but with lots of que- unanswered questions. Right. Yeah, and uh, and also too, like um, I do have some issues with the show. Like one issue, one big issue that I had was Winona Ryder's performance <gasps> as. Uh, I mean, Winona Ryder. She's 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 <gasps> good. Like she's, I'm, I, I'm with Victor on that. Like she was, she was just super white Nona like, Ryder. Yeah, like she's she's a good actress. I I like her in a lot of stuff, but here, like she played her character one note, just completely hysterical, all all histrionics, mm. all about my son's missing, my son's missing, and it's well, like let your child go missing. Let's see I, how which, you listen. Act. I can understand that, yeah, but but she could have she could have made a different she could have taken a different approach with the character where she could have played it where she she's just a woman that's like really trying to contain like a, a facade of normalcy. Like while you know, while she's trying to work towards on finding her son, she could at least try to keep her craziness in check for the most part, and then like to the point where it just bubbles up out of nowhere. Then she can earn that being hysterical. But she was hysterical all the time. Like there was not one moment where she actually was calm and had it took a breath. Like there were moments where she was at the she was at the hardware store buying those things, buying those things. You know, had to get an advance from her boss. To yeah. the, and then she, there was there were times where, like she's a setting up lights in her in her living room and you know every time they they flash she's like my son oh my god ah, and this and that and it's like and even her son her oldest boy was getting annoyed by her and <laughs> i'm like and i'm like i'm with you jonathan man shit i, I slapped the shit i mean listen i don't i'm not about hitting my mom but i slapped the shit out of her if she was my mom i do feel <laughs> like that means Vic, we do not condone <laughs> son on mom violence here no. <laughs> even if she's in hysterics right but i feel like she was playing her character well then if you were annoyed by her if her own son got super annoyed that he started yelling her at the middle of the street but she was right the whole time and also if all that freaking supernatural shit started happening i'd probably go into hysterics too yeah, yeah sure thanks carl well, shit. i want to see you lose your child and have a fucking hand come out of the wall <laughs> and shit well <laughs> exactly I mean, and uh, shit Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there, Maurice. But uh, I, I mean, she could have she could have dialed it down a little maybe bit. A tad, maybe a tad. Maybe tad. I had a crush on one or right when I was younger. So hey, she was hot in Beetlejuice. That's and she was. And uh, the Age of Innocence. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Good move. Great movie. Underrated Martin Scorsese movie. 
Good job, Winona Ryder. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Carl Bird, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Um, loved it. Uh, the kids stole the show for me, especially uh, Dustin. Is that his name? The toothless one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Toothless, yeah, he yeah. was fucking hilarious. Um, L's perform. I mean, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown's performance was like it, I had that. I got that like mysterious feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like she, like she couldn't really speak much. Um, she her vocabulary was very limited, and mm-hmm. um, like all she knew, it seems like all she knew was being in the lab mm-hmm. and yep. stuff. Um, damn, what the fuck I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> yeah, like um, the whole eighties feel to it. It actually, remi- it actually um, reminded me of um, Poltergeist. If you guys remember that yeah. show mm-hmm. from like the eight, late eighties, early nineties stuff, it just gave mm-hmm. me that. You know that mysterious other realm type feel mm-hmm. that um, that the show portrayed. Uh, yeah, that the show brought. Um, I mean, like I said, you it did leave me like with a whole bunch of um, unanswered questions. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just really like enjoyed the show. I was literally hooked. Hooked. I mean, I remember um, this girl I was dating. Her, I re- I recommended to her her um, cousin's girlfriend. And then next time I seen her, their basement flooded. So I'm going to help them out. And she's like, oh, hey, Carl, the show was great. Your <laughs> basement just flooded. And you can actually make time to be in a good mood to say that the show was great. That just speaks well. It speaks well to the show that, yo, this was a really good show. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to season two. Um, hopefully, you know, some of these questions will be answered. Um, the sheriff was actually pretty legit, too. Yeah, he was yeah, good. David yeah. Harbour. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember seeing him in anything. Actually, the only... Actor I knew in the movie was uh, in the show was um, Winona Ryder. I'd never heard of anybody else. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> that, yeah, I'm really that, that guy, the sheriff guy, has definitely been in something else. Yeah, I yeah. I looked yeah. Up, I looked him up, and I just don't remember. Like, oh yeah, that guy. He's one of those guys. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. I liked he punched people a lot, which I thought was really exciting. That's oh, always yeah. good. Yeah, and I also liked how how these characters they bas- they all in some way rose above their cliches. Like uh, David Harbour, who plays uh, Jim Hopper, the chief. Like uh, at the beginning, I thought he'd be like this really lazy, apathetic uh, chief throughout the rest of the show. Like, yeah, your, your boy's missing. Yeah, I'll get around to it. Whatever. Went on a rider. Stop yelling at my face. <laughs> and then I thought I thought he'd pl- I thought he would play that throughout the show, but no, he actually stepped it up considerably. Yeah. Like there was like he did some co- a couple things in the show that really surprised me. Like, wow, you really went above and beyond, dude. Yeah, like yes. going into the autopsy lot and cutting the boy body open and find out it was just stuffed. Yep. And a lot of the spoilers, Carl. Damn, well, this is a spoiler filled podcast. Is, I probably should have said that earlier. Show's not thinking been about it for like three months by now. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, I well, agree. A lot of these people, like our characters, were a lot braver than I would have probably been in those scenarios. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, let me just go into the woods looking for a monster that literally murders people. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think of? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Vic. Oh, I was gonna say. I also liked um, the character of Nancy. Uh, Mike's old, older up, yep. sister. Like yeah. she actually stepped it up. I thought she was just gonna be like some spoiled teen, teenage brat. But no, Man, she. I did too. I I had a feeling she, she was gonna be that too. Yeah, it? but like she stepped Her up. Douchebag, like, popular dude, boyfriend was the one that broke character the most for yes, me in the did. end. Yeah. Like I hated that dude. Yeah, and yeah. by the end of the show, I'm like, get it, douche guy, <laughs> <laughs> get it. Yeah, he was you really deserve good. that happy ending. Mm. He was like John Ralphio too. Which is hilarious from Parks and Rec. Dude, that yeah. actually threw me off because I thought like yeah, I thought she was gonna him. go, the, she was gonna end up with um, Mike's brother, but she yeah. ended up staying with the dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. as she like, should, because he took a bat to a monster. Right. Yeah, <laughs> get, if that doesn't get, come on, 
Come on. Nobody I feel like in a traditional, you know, any other show, he would have just ran away. Right, like yeah. the douchebag character that he was portraying. But no, in Stranger Things, he manned up. He went in there and took a bat to a monster. Yeah. And I do like that he told his friends that they are they're so miserable they try to make everyone else miserable because a lot of people exist like that in this world. True that. True. And it drives me insane. Hey, what did you guys think of the actual monster and the mystery surrounding it and that parallel universe? Um I th- I thought it was pretty standard stuff. Not not that it was a bad thing, but I wasn't I wasn't surprised by any of it really. I was just like, oh, I'll just, it's just you just took it as it cu- as it came. Mm. I was like, oh, it's just, it's just, this is just what I expect. Yeah, those things are tough. You always build those up forever, and yeah. then it's never, it's never. <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? It's a great payoff because it's yeah. a monster. What else can you really do? Yeah. It looks like a monster, but it has a large mouth. <laughs> but I, but I did like the the look of the upside down uh, dimension. Yeah, it, it, I love parallel did, dimensions. It, I was about like, to say the parallel dimension was they did a nice job with that. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Silent Hill, the the movie. Yeah, yeah I just I it. called it the Dark World. Like yeah. that's basically what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that like you enter that place and the atmosphere itself could kill you. It's just like mm-hmm. a complete opposite of you know our world. Yeah. And I I hope that they explore that place uh, more in season two. Yeah. Because yeah. I think there's some cool stuff that they can hopefully do with with just that place in general. I think my mm-hmm. favorite scene was when they called the teacher and asked him to explain parallel universes. I really enjo- I just really enjoyed <laughs> that because <laughs> I love parallel universes. I think that's mm-hmm. fascinating. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a, um, there was one, there was like one part of the show that which, which for me was actually it kind of went past homage and it kind of came off as like a ripoff in a way, mm. um, you know the part where um, where Eleven she she immerses immerses herself in that sensory deprivation mm-hmm. mode and then she wakes up in that black space with yeah. a pool of water underneath her feet. That was exactly from the movie Under the Skin with Scar- Scarlett Johansson. And there's a lot of parallels in that movie. Scarlett Johansson plays a mysterious and powerful and extremely dangerous woman who leads men into this black space where she consumes their bodies because she's a succubus. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. When did that come out? Uh, 2014. Oh, okay. Well, that's recent. Really good film. You guys should check it out. Is that like an indie film? Yeah. Hmm. It was like an independently produced film. Hmm. Did you go in that room, Vic? This sounds mm. awfully familiar. <laughs> so yeah, I would. <laughs> or, 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 would you rather stay home and watch Star Wars Episode Eight? Oh, it's Episode Eight all day, man. Shoot, that's not even—that's not even a choice, dude. I thought so, Maurice. Episode eight. Uh. Do I wait? Do I know she's a succubus? No, you have no idea. <laughs> Probably episode eight. But you see the room before you go in there. Oh my god! Yeah. Fuck no! <laughs> yeah, like goddamn. Like, yeah, like if you see that movie and watch Stranger Things, it's like, it's the exact same thing. Right. It's Interesting. Just, that's. Yeah. I, wait, you whole room? It's all dark and sh- puddle of water. Nope. Right. Nope. Mm-hmm. But Scarlett Johansson's inside. Uh, nope. Damn. Nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm. I don't even know if I do that if Jess was inside. <laughs> That's terrifying. Uh, what did you think of the monster? Uh, yeah, I, I like the parallel universe more than I did the monster itself. Even though I, I thought, like, especially in episode one, I thought the they did an excellent job of introducing the monster. Mm. And the, the, the monster is generally, you know, interesting enough. It was It was scary enough. It reminded me... A little bit of um, uh, the monster from Pan's Labyrinth, uh, a, oh, a yeah. tad bit. 
uh, which is a Guillermo del Toro movie that's an excellent watch. If you guys haven't seen that, you should check it out. Um, Very creative film, as Guillermo del Toro stuff, you know, for the most part, tends to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Monster was, like like Victor said, it was standard fare, but like I said, the the actual parallel universe was was much more interesting to me than the actual creature itself. Um, I felt that they could have, and I hope that they do... um, dedicate more time to the parallel universe itself because I feel like they can make that a character in itself mm. without having to, you know, resort to more monster, um, you know, or creatures uh, chasing people for, for the upcoming season. So I'm interested to see what they do, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and I'm er- very interested to see what they do with uh, Will, you know, like at the oh, end. Byers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, the ending of that was pretty crazy, for sure. Yeah, like um, like the fact that he yacked up those slugs. Like, mm. what 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 becomes of those? Do they grow to be big creatures or something? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. He just kept it moving. He totally did that in that bathroom. It was just like eh, yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. <laughs> no one will believe me, even though I was literally trapped in an alternate universe for like six weeks. I only went a couple days, right? I think that's what they said. That's why no one cared about Barbara when she disappeared. I was just gonna say that. I'm like, yo, Barbara got no love. No. Yeah, man, Barb got it the worst. Yep. Yeah. I think it's because like Barbara caught it the worst and so quickly, like she became a fan favorite, like yes. uh, ironically. <laughs> yes, yes, because everyone's like, like oh, my Barb. best friend's dead. No, well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but they did the Duffer Brothers today took place over like a couple days, so mm-hmm. there was even enough time for people to realize that they were missing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, is and I, I'm trying to imagine watching that as a younger. Because I remember I watched ET and it scared the shit out of me and a lot of that stuff. Soft. <laughs> As a what, like six year old, ET scared you, man. I loved ET and I was five. No, you, but then I was two. <laughs> so? So that's terrifying. <laughs> Freaking government agents and shit. Get out of here. Mm, your parents probably shouldn't have had you. Probably not. Too, just saying. Probably not. <laughs> Although, ET at two. I probably was like, oh, no, that's cool. Don't worry about it. And then I'm peeing my pants when I'm in bed at night. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you still do that. That is true. That is true, but I have a bag for it now. <laughs> um, but we asked uh, our, our old guest, and he said, kids should not watch it. LXP Podcast. He said, nope. Uh, do not let your kids yeah, watch it. It, it's, I could see that being pretty scary for a kid, for yeah, sure. Yeah. You should not watch that. Mm. S-A-W-F-T. Victor's going to be a great father. Damn, I'll let my kid watch E.T. at five. Someday, when I mean, he's 50. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, I watched RoboCop when I was five years old. Look at me now. I turned out great. The vo- hey, exactly. I'll, I'll tell Look you, at you now. Let me, I'll, let me tell you. The, vo- the voices in my head tell me I'm completely sane. <laughs> what? Head, huh? Uh boy. Uh, what did you guys think of Eleven's performance? I feel. I feel like she might have had the toughest, uh, you know, go or the toughest role to play. You know, the super, uh, you know, lab engineered kid. You know, um, I'm kind of torn because you know, I, like her, like her, di- her performance is definitely the most difficult because it toes that line between, between you know, you yeah yeah you 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 feel sympathy for her, but yet you can be really annoyed with her doe-eyed silent shtick. Yeah. And I was, and even though I was, I, and I and I caught myself at times be like, oh well, can you get on with it? <laughs> but like you understand her character's frustration because she understands everything that's going on around her, and she wants to communicate, but she just can't find the words, so she's trapped. And I think that Millie Bobby Brown conveyed that very well, but that still didn't make change the fact that I was annoyed by her character at times, and yeah. I was like, I was like, oh. <laughs> 
I, 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 I'm, I agree with that. I, I'm kind of, you know, torn in between. I give her a pass because she had, you know, by far the hardest role probably out of anyone on the show mm-hmm. uh, playing that character. Uh, and I think she did a pretty decent job. Uh, but at times she could definitely come off as annoying for sure. Mm-hmm. What do you think, girl? Um, I, I love the, I love the performance, but I will say this: my favorite part though that she was the supermarket scene when she stole the egos, <laughs> and she just like smashed the door. Yep, <laughs> I was like, all right, that's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> that was dope. I thought she was great. She was adorable. It's really hard to so. not say words. Did you hear about to convey? Did you hear about the story about how how they got her to cut her hair? No, what's that? No, nah, she was like totally against it, but to, until she watched Charlize Theron and Mad Max, mm-hmm. oh wow! And then um, Charlene, Charlize Theron actually talked to her and convinced her into doing it. Nice, wow, that's great. That's cool. No, I just uh, all, all the kids kids were great. I'm trying to think of a comparison for her, um, for a young quiet actress who's playing someone that is supposed to be young and quiet like orphan maybe um, uh, or that pet was it pet cemetery was it maybe Haley Joel Osment from Sixth Sense well that's yes that's uh, that was yes that's a little bit he was amazing that was like the bar I guess mm-hmm. um, but that was also obviously in a different medium with the movie and stuff um, how would you guys feel about binge watching it do you think it would have been better off if they gave it one week per episode because there were some cliffhangers in there and I feel like some shows Breaking Bad in particular are hurt when you binge watch it. I feel like I would have liked enjoyed it more if I watched it week to week. Hmm. How do you guys feel about that? I in Netflix in general with the binge watching. Yeah, I mean uh, that's it's certainly a cultural thing now, yeah. uh, and it, it I find it an interesting topic. I, I tend not like I very rarely binge something. I just don't have the time to just straight up like marathon a show or anything like that. Mm. Um, but I don't mind it. Like, I, so when I do get the chance and, you know, I, I can get in and I get sucked in by a show, like, when I do it, it's generally because a show is good enough to suck me into that level where I just want the next episode and I just want the next episode. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I think it's, if you're the type of person like me who, it continues to watch because the story is so good that it keeps you, you know, sucked in and going and wanting more, then it's a good thing. I don't mind it. I, I actually like it. And I think that uh, Stranger Things was, you know, it was a perfect uh, show to binge watch. Like it's, it's a mystery and, you know, all everything surrounding it uh, was really good. And the format, the way that they did it, where, you know, how they ended the episodes and everything, just it, it kind of flowed really, really well. They had a good chapter. The nice chapters job. were nice. Yes, Each yes, episode yeah. had a beginning, middle, end. Right. They yeah. all have the, yeah. So you know, m- maybe they took that into account. Mm-hmm. Those um, are my favorite book series as well, where it's a se- it's a series of books, but each book has right, its own yeah. contained yeah. story. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dresden. Yep. Exactly. Example, yep. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the co- I don't I don't mind binge watching if you have the time to kick your feet up and just mm-hmm. be lazy. I don't I don't get that opportunity enough right. uh, as a parent and just uh, you know oh the the social calendar and whatnot. It it's always uh, busy times, but. When I get the chance to, I enjoy it. Vic? Yeah, I, I I don't I don't mind the the bin the marathon watching. You know, I mean, I, I really like it when uh when there's a self-contained uh, season where you don't have to wait week to week and mm. and you know your the creators have the latitude to present their story in full. That so is that nice. They know exactly. Yeah. They have a full season. They can yeah. do this. They can do that. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's like, you know, here's our story. We're not influenced by ratings or audience, you know, feedback, which mm-hmm. can derail a show. Like, yep. look at Lost. Yeah. Right. So. They needed to, yeah, they, ne- yeah. they didn't get the, they didn't know they, how many seasons until, like, season three or four. Yeah. Now, the only person I know that still watches those shows week to week and loves it so much is Carl Bird. Yeah, <laughs> Carl I, Bird. I enjoy it. I just enjoy, like, just, the, you know, the conversation of it. Like, a couple of cousins of mine, we watch Empire week to week, and mm-hmm. I always see them over the weekend. We always enjoy that discussion. But, yeah, I also do, like, you know, when I have the time, because, you know, a lot of stuff that I have going on, um, I do enjoy, you know, to binge watch when I, like I said, when I do have the time. So I'm, once again, mm. on the fence. <laughs> what, no, I also think it, it, it depends on the show as well. That like too. I, I definitely yeah. think that there are certain shows that, that thrive in that binge watch format. I feel like Stranger Things is one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, I feel like uh, Game of Thrones is a perfect week-to-week show because mm-hmm. there is so much fan uh, discussion around that show where yeah. every episode is dissected and you go back and you listen to podcasts and you go on forums and you discuss and you talk about theories. There's a lot to unravel. There's a mm-hmm. lot to unravel. There's a lot uh, to unpack in there in every episode. So that show is perfect for the week-to-week format. I feel mm-hmm. like if, if I watched Game of Thrones and just marathoned it, it would be a completely different experience for me. Mm-hmm. Now, Carl, what do you do during commercials? Get something to drink, go to the bathroom, whatever. Like, so my like a normal person would do back in the day. On Thursday, my brother made a very good point. My brother Matt, when we were watching the Patriots game, and he said, "I never watch commercials until football season starts, <laughs> and then I remember how much I hate them." <laughs> and then as soon as he said that, all I could think of was the commercials. Every time they came on, I was getting angrier and angrier. I'm like, I don't want this truck. I don't want this Chevy truck. Get out of here! Like it was, it was wild. Like as soon as it just triggered, I'm like, oh, this is awful. Because <laughs> I don't know the last show. I mean, the, the eight episode format's good, and like Jessica Jones and all those guys, they have the ten episodes. When I try to binge watch, um, like Arrow, twenty two episodes in a season is tough. And yeah. then you can tell, you can tell where the commercial breaks are, and it just kind of yes. takes out. And of you the, can also the, tell that they're like, there's some episodes that are just yeah. they feel like filler to pass yes. the season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I'm very interested, I will be watching the Super crossover because all of those four shows: Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow are all on CW. Oh wow! Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they're gonna have a crossover. They're gonna have a super crossover. Shows? Yes. Wow! Nice. And Superman is gonna be in the first two episodes of Supergirl, mm-hmm. and from what I understand, he's getting good reviews, and it's the positive, awesome Superman that this should be. Oh, cool! Yeah. So Zack Snyder had nothing to do with it, right? Awesome. So I will. Mm-hmm. Jer- Greg Bar- Berlatani is that the producer's name? Mm. He does. He's a producer for all the shows. I will watch so. the first. I'm gonna watch the first two episodes with Superman, mm-hmm. and I will give my review because cool. I'm curious to match him up against Zack Snyder. I like it. Yeah. Any uh, closing thoughts, boys, before we get to the uh, the question of the week? Um, no, just uh, Stranger Things. It's a it's a very very good show. Um, if you're a fan of uh, mystery, sci-fi, horror, and a bit of that '80s uh, nostalgia, check it out. And if you're a fan of good storytelling in general, check yeah. out Stranger Things. Definitely a good water cooler show. And uh, Friday, Luke Cage. I hope that all of us will be able to catch at least a few episodes because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about it. I know I will. We we could potentially do a half season. We'll see how far everyone goes. We'll see how everyone goes. Because we'll definitely talk about it. Mon- yeah, we'll definitely talk about it. Because w- I've been looking forward to that for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, same here. 
and it's a show that you'd have to violate this so-called code of yours. You know, if you if your if your significant others are struggling to catch up, leave them in the dust. <laughs> you have a podcast to <laughs> worry about, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a code, man. You can't break it. As a matter of fact, how, you you and Vilna still cool after she watched a couple of episodes of Marco Polo without you? It was a rough patch there, Carl. Oh man, <laughs> it was it was dark times in my house. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. She uh she she definitely violated the code she and. I had to go back, and, and she was gracious enough to give up the TV so that I can catch up on the episodes that she watched without me. And then we resumed watching it together again. Oh, okay. How many episodes was it? Two episodes. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, no. That's a lot. I agree, Carl. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bunch of babies over here. You just violated my trust, man. That is the worst, worst kind of trust. Yeah. I'd rather someone go into that disgusting room <laughs> than <laughs> watch a show without me. What <laughs> disgusting uh, room? The, the, whatever face is in. Johansson? Oh, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Oh, oh, the black okay. room, yeah. yeah. Like, betray me that way, Vic. <laughs> uh, Carl Burton, any closing thoughts? Um, yeah, like I said, watch it, um, and you will enjoy it. I, I guarantee. Guaranteed. It. Email the show your thoughts. Podcast at gmail.com. Leave us one of them their uh, five-star reviews yes. on iTunes, please. And special deal of the week. If you are a student of Victor Amoyo, he will give you an A+. Plus. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Scratch that. Stricken from the record. It's documented. And it's remember, right. we're also on Google Play now, uh, yes. all you Android users. We'll be adding to the uh, the Facebook live videos will actually go up um, on our YouTube as well. We're just gonna, I'm going to get those on there. And our old episodes are being uploaded as well as well, not as we speak, but in the coming weeks, definitely by the I would say by the end of by the end of October for sure, all of them, all of them. Carl Bird, question of the week. Well, to, we actually got another answer from last week on uh, uh, Instagram. Yeah. From lo- the question was, what was your favorite Saturday morning cereal and cartoon combo? So Lotus Star 05 said Spider Man and Cocoa Pebbles. Mm. Listen to the podcast today, and honestly, it's always great listening during work. Yo, nice. Thanks for listening. It sounds like Thank you're you. enjoying it. Uh, give us a five star review, brah. Literally copy your comment and then paste it into the five star <laughs> review. Right. We even w- with the Spider Man and, and Fruity Pebbles comment. Coco Pebbles. Coco Pebbles. Oh, Thanks. No, nah, that is disrespectful. I'm sorry about that. Fruity Pebbles do suck. <laughs> Coco Pebbles totally legit though. That's an, that requires another high five. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> wow. That <laughs> echoed. Um, anything for next week, Carl? Um, what's your favorite all-time movie line? Ooh. Hasta la vista, baby. That is a good one. Sorry, bro. You've all lost. I, have, actually, I, I, have, I, ha- I am on record as saying that T2 is the best movie ever made. It is the best movie of all time. On record. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, wow, I'm actually have to think about that. Um, probably something Star Wars related, like Never Tell Me the Odds. I really enjoy that. Hmm. Uh, Luke, I am your father is a pretty iconic one. That's a good one. Yeah, because he doesn't say Luke, I am your father. He says, "No, I am your father." He doesn't actually say his name. Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those lines that everyone thinks is a line, but it's not really a line. It's mm, weird. Mm. I think it's a line. Right. Um, Han Solo's response to Leia. Just before he's dunked in the carbonite, where she where she says, "I love you," and she, and Han responds, "I know." Wow, that's that's really sweet. It's <laughs> not a line. Yeah, he bro- he improvised that. It's line. a conversation. He improvised that line. But it's not a line. That counts. No, Han it's Solo's literally line. a line. Like are you li- you you spitting game at me, Han Solo? Mm-hmm. Before you go in that carbonite, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. All right, like, fine. I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. Carl, I've been overruled. 
This is a recent one, but well, somewhat recent one, but um, it was from it was Bernie Mac and Soul Man. Fuck them kids. <laughs> That's not iconic, Carl. Well, it's not iconic, but that shit had me dying. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'll try to think of another one for next week. Cause that's that's a really good question. I'm interested to hear the thoughts on that. Either the Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on the Facebook Live. We'll be there here every week. Uh, we finally got that situated. Apologize again for last week's uh, little malfunction, but that was, yeah, Maurice. Yeah, well, hey, I fixed it. I fixed it. You fixed it. Uh, so it's good to go going forward. So hope you join us here every week. I'll be here every Tuesday night, um, usually between six and eight. If we're gonna miss an episode, we'll let you know. Uh, next week, I'm going to try to talk about probably me. We're going to try to talk about little Luke Cage. I can't promise we're going to watch the entire thing, but I will do my best. Even whatever, if we just do whatever a you snippet can get of it. to, man. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think we can we can do a good discussion. Yeah, Hell, I'll watch one episode and talk about it. Seriously, for an hour. yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I didn't even watch the trailer, the last trailer. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's so like, close it's, to yeah. release. I'm like, I no, I'm already I'm already sufficiently hyped. Good. Right. Um, I am fully hyped at this point. Exactly. But yeah, give us those five star reviews. We'd really appreciate it. it helps us get found. Um, we're on the Facebook Live. If you have any thoughts, question of the week, you'll see that on our Instagram, podcast at gmail.com. You can email us. And if you Google us, you'll find us on every social media. And then hopefully one day we'll get on Snapchat. But we'll see. They're actually coming out with those Snapchat glasses. Did you see that? We'll talk about that next I week. I think I came mm-hmm. across Yeah, it. that's just going to be crazy. But yeah, we'll uh, discuss it next week. Catch you all later. Later, nerds. Later. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>